Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me again. So I have an update on this morning. Uh, as you know, I've been dealing with an illness. And uh, I went to Muay Thai, had a great session, and I was exactly correct. The first 15 minutes were tough, and then it was a blast. Dude, I can't... So we were practicing uh, defense encounters today. And uh, we kind of just bumped shins. You know, he threw a leg kick. I blocked it. And uh, holy smokes, bro. I, uh, I couldn't imagine taking a leg kick uh, full speed from some of these Muay Thai guys, like the like the ones from Thailand, like the ones that train in the freaking forest. I couldn't do. We bumped shins, man. It was the wildest. Like I, I it, it, at like twenty percent power, and I tell you, man, fighting. I've got a whole new respect for the guys that get in the octagon, and now I understand how these leg kicks could be so devastating. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I think like, I think if somebody were to try to fight with me, I think that might be one of the first things I'd do. I think, cause I'm getting my kicks down. I just got to work on loosening up my hips. Once my hips are loose, I'm going to be an absolute weapon. I think, I think my biggest, I think my kicks will be decent. Um, my hooks right now are extremely powerful. Like left, right hook is my punch without a doubt. And overhand right. I mean, that's everybody's, but um, I've just got a lot of power on the left and right hooks, you know, because my core, like the core of my body is just so big. Like, I've just got a thick, dense center of map gravity. Um, I could throw some mean hooks, but I, dude, I think I would just crack somebody with a leg kick to see if they're really about that life. You know what I mean? I feel like you just hit an amateur in the legs. Like, people don't understand how bad leg kicks hurt, dude. He was just kind of bopping my legs up a little bit today. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is super not chill. But I, I love fighting so much, and I've really enjoyed this training. Like, I've fallen in love with Muay Thai. I'm, gra- I'm glad I learned grappling first, because I feel like I would have... <clears throat> Like, I'm glad I learned grappling first because I don't know if I ever would have left striking if I started with striking. You know what I mean? Because right, and it's probably just because it's new. Um, but I, I'm really enjoying striking now more than grappling. And and you know what it is? It's actually making me better in my mental game in jujitsu because it's easy. It's easier to conceptualize, um, you know, one, two, three striking than it is to. You know, go from a mounted position to you know getting up on his body higher, walking up his body, securing an arm for an arm bar. Like the progression with striking is just much clearer for obvious reasons. Uh, but it's helping my mental game with jujitsu because I'm starting to look at things uh, in cer- in terms of sequences, right? And I don't know if that's the right language for jujitsu. You know, I'm no expert. Um, I'm just strong. You know what I mean? I'm just strong. I'm, I've got good takedowns, and it's very hard to get a submission on me. Where I get submitted a lot is my head. I get guillotine choked left and right because I was a wrestler. You know, we just put our heads down. I got to break myself of that habit. But 
I'm no expert, but I can hold my own, you know, with most upper belts. I mean, excluding browns and blacks, you know what I mean? But there's, there's been maybe two purple belts I can remember that really handled me. Like, there's purple belts that beat me, clearly, but... Uh, only two that I can remember really solid and they were big guys they were probably 200 to 220 you know to wear your strength because you know jiu-jitsu is a great game to neutralize the strength of others but the problem is is that if you are a small guy in jiu-jitsu and you're like a seven out of six out of ten skill you're gonna you're gonna mop the floor with anybody your size that's a lower skill. You're gonna mop like if you're let's say you're one one fifty, and you're going against guys one fifty or smaller that are less skill level than you. You're gonna kill them every single time. You could handle a kid that's one eighty, probably. That's a if you're a seven, let's say you're a seven at one fifty, a seven out of ten jujitsu. You know you could probably handle guys that are 180 that are you know fours and fives and definitely less like you'll mop the floor with guys that are zero through three but if you get a guy like me that's probably a five out of ten it, it may be a four four and a half five out of ten but just brolic and huge and fucking strong freaking strong pardon my french you know there's not you know, I'm deadlifting over 600 pounds, squatting 500, benching 405. Just, just my grip strength is really strong. Um, that, <laughs> if you get a big guy that kind of knows what he's doing, it doesn't work anymore. So, I guess the point is, I don't know what the point of all this is. I'm just rambling about fighting because I love it. And there's, there's, there's probably some two, there's probably 150 pound kid out there that would choke me out in three seconds. Or probably leg lock me. I imagine it'd be something like that. I, a, a small guy, if he got in on my legs, it'd be game over for me. That'd be the scariest thing for me. I don't know how to defend leg locks. So if a, if a small guy were to get in on my legs, I'd probably... It's happened before. The last time I rolled, this little kid, he's probably 170, though. But he's a young kid. He's like 19 or 20. And he got in around one of my legs, and I just tapped right away. I'm like, I ain't messing with that. Because you could get your MCL, ACL. You could get your CLs and your knee blown into the fifth dimension. And uh, the last thing I want is one of those injuries. You know what I mean? Um, but just it's just fine. I'm telling you guys, if you're if you're a male listening to me, and you're not in a fight sport, I really encourage you to do it. I mean anything. Do freaking taekwondo. Do karate. Do something. Do something. I feel like it's such an important. You know. And the biggest thing is, and you won't realize this until you get over the initial fear. Like, I'm not going to lie. The first couple times we sparred in Muay Thai, I haven't been hit in a long, long time. I haven't been hit since I was in college. So it's been 10 years. And uh, I never got hit much. When I went into, when I got into fights, they went to the ground right away because I was a wrestler. You know what I mean? I might eat one or two punches, but you don't even notice it when the adrenaline's rocking, you know? Um you, it's it's scary to take blows. It's scary to take hits. But once you get over that, um, which I imagine comes with time, you know, once you get over that, dude, it's such a release because you can't think of anything else. You're not thinking about bills. You're not thinking about your ex-girlfriend. You're not thinking about the economy and Biden and Trump. You don't have time to think. You're not thinking about people chopping their dicks off and trying to go in girls' restrooms. You know what I mean? You're not thinking about any of that stuff because you can't. You know, and when you're new, especially, 
like when you're new, the release comes because you the only thing you can focus on is what's what am I going to do next? What's he going to do next? You know, you're tight. You're trying to remember to stay loose, but also keep your hands up. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to stay loose. I'm trying to keep my hands up. Okay, he's throwing a jab. That means I need to slip right. Oh, I slipped left right into it. And he punched my contact out of my eye, but it's 100% my fault for ducking literally right into it. I threw a cross, but I dropped my left hand, and I got cracked upside the head. So you're like, when you're brand new, you're just so lost in the thought of everything. But I imagine, like for me, wrestling, like I can remember flow state. So flow state is no mind. And I can't wait until I get to no mind in fighting in Muay Thai. Um, And it's going to take years, years. This ain't something that's going to happen in a year or even two. It's probably going to take me to even get close to a no mind exchange even just three or four punches probably two or three years you know and i think that's what separates guys like me from other people i think a lot of people go into starting something new expecting that they're just going to be good at it after a couple weeks or a couple of months and they don't realize that dude it's just like anything else it's like starting a business it's like learning muay thai it's like learning wrestling it's like learning how to be a good public speaker like I could just you could give me a topic it could be anything you could tell me all right Mike we want you to get a crowd of 100 people fired up about sedimentary rocks perfect I'll fit you know what I mean I can just go up and talk it doesn't take a lot of mental energy for me because I've just been doing I've been public speaking since I was a kid it's always been a strength of mine um it's 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 just you gotta understand that it just takes years to learn any skill. I can't remember what it is, ten thousand hours or something like that. I think it's ten thousand hours, you know, um, before it becomes like second nature. I think it's ten thousand hours of practice. Do that's so much time. That's so much time because you're burying things in your subconscious. But it's cool because things start to become automatic. Like my wife will tell you the other day, it was hilarious. We were laying on the bed with Ada, playing with Ada. And, you know, Bane gets a little jealous sometimes. He's still getting used to him not being the the only baby in the house. So he, like, jumped up on the bed and he jumped. And he landed right on my crotch, smashed my nuts. And I just automatically, wham. I I didn't hit him hard, but I slapped him on the snout. It's just a beautiful little like cross, flap right across the snout, <laughs> and it was just funny because it it just it it came so quickly, you know. Before, if he would have done something like that, I would have grabbed him and wrestled him up into bed with me and held on to him for a couple of seconds. But this came out just a little like that, you know. It wouldn't have it didn't hurt him at all, you know what I mean? Just a quick whap right upside the snout, and. Uh, it was funny how automatic it was. So that that kind of stuff is already starting to happen. Where it becomes automatic. Like lifting. You know, for me, lifting is very automatic. I know, I don't even think about the progression of movements anymore. Like I, if I'm doing legs and I know I'm on a quad focused day, my workouts just flow from machine to rack to rack to machine to dumbbells. Like it just flows very naturally. And that takes time. You know, I've been lifting very seriously for two and a half, two, two and a half years now since I moved to Maine. So coming up, 
Three years, yeah. So coming up on three years. So two and a half years. Closer to three. Two and three quarters years. I've been lifting very seriously. You know, five days to seven days a week. And that took time. You know, I remember I would go into the gym and I would have my workouts written down from stuff I'd seen online, people that I wanted to emulate. Uh, and it took, I had to keep referring back to my notes and, okay, what's next and how many reps, how many sets, you know, what's the target for failure, blah, blah, blah. Now it just happens naturally, you know. And the form, like I remember when I first started squatting, seriously, my form sucked so bad. My form sucked so bad, so, uh, you know, I had to be conscious of that on top of everything else. So, you know, over time, guys, things will just start becoming automatic. You know, I can remember when I was in life insurance, just, uh, you know, getting, uh, like when you're pitching to a client, you got hit with an objection, boom, here comes the rebuttal. And when you're brand new, you got to, like, think about it, you got to, like, recall the script, and you're nervous and but by the time you give your you know thousandth presentation and somebody says I can't afford it wham I can understand you know and then you just spit the whole rebuttal I did it the other day did it the other day I can't remember I think somebody tried to test me on rebuttals and uh, I rattled it right off because I'd done it so so many times that I'm, I'm not in the life insurance game anymore you know it's like riding a bike. It's like anything else. So I just want to encourage you, man, that no matter what you're doing, understand it takes so much time for you to become competent even. Even just achieving competence. Many people never get competent, let alone elite level. You know what I'm saying? Like most people don't even become competent. Like most people that go out to play chess barely ever become competent. Most people that go out to do karate barely ever become competent. Most people that get into sales barely even become competent. And it's an even smaller percentage of a percentage of people that achieve excellence or mastery, let's call it, in a discipline. It takes years and years and years and thousands and thousands of hours of practice. Deliberate practice. <coughs> so... I still feel like still feel like Dookie, you know what I mean? But here I am, hit Muay Thai this morning, got home, got my meetings done, spent some time with my wife and my kid, got some other work done, got a bunch of trades done. We had a great week trading, such a really, really good week trading, like a 30% week again, two weeks in a row on the options. Man, I'm just uh, blessed and thrilled about that. Um... And here I am back at the gym. I don't feel like it. I don't necessarily feel good. I almost ran into the damn post behind me again. I've done that three times now. Uh, you know. Um, but here we are again. So I just want to encourage you, man, to just keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep putting in the work and it'll come. Don't quit. Don't be a freaking quitter. There's nothing worse than a quitter. There's no glory for quitters. All right? So just remember that. Love you guys. Let's.